Wow. It's a long time since we've heard the full version of that, isn't it? Yes. After those 24 versions of that Advent small dingly, dingly, dongly thing. The, the small dingy, dongly things. Yes. <laughs> they were very, very, very good. I enjoyed doing it. I know it was a weird idea. And I know we failed to publish one every single day. Yes. Uh, so I think they went out in four batches. But yep. December was an incredibly busy month. Yes. And and we went to Vegas as well. And we went was, to LA first. Yeah. So there was a bit of travel involved. So yeah, yeah. Maybe next year we need to plan it out a little better. Yeah, and start mm. in March. <laughs> And have them yes. all prepped. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but they were fun to do. Dear Jeff, don't change anything after March. <laughs> yes, because we got you need to talk about it. That's a good call. Mm. And we had guests. And we had guests. That exactly. was pretty cool. So some background yeah. of this. So listen, guys, if you have not heard any of the Advent stuff, uh, you're bound to have done that. Um, yeah, we had great numbers as we well. We did. Yeah. yeah, we had great numbers. Actually, we should say thank you to everybody for 2022. 14,776 downloads just in 2022. Kaboom. Wow. Okay. Very, very big thank you for Humbled. that. Humbled. Yes, it's very cool. But now the target then for next year is 14,777. Oh, I, I wrote on my little goals list, I wrote 25,000. 25,000. Yes. Isn't that what you wrote last year? N- no, fifteen. Ooh, we yeah. were only a few short. Yeah, I know, I know. Oh, that was good. Uh, anyway, but anyway, but they're, they're worth a listen. They're they're fun. Uh, there's some golden nuggets in there. They're short, um, and uh, we had guests because we were in Las Vegas. We were doing a workshop, and uh, we hijacked one of our students, a wonderful lady called Caroline Hackney from Marin, Houston. Port of Houston. Port of Houston. Port, Port of Houston. Houston, I think it is, isn't it? Just Port Houston. But it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, if you don't catch those three, when she started off a little meekly in the first episode, because we recorded them all one after another. Yeah. And then she started to get bolshy and started... To take doing. over. <laughs> By the time the third one, she was running the podcast. Yes. <laughs> it was awesome. But um, yeah, we got some insight from her and the way she does change management around her... Uh, moving and, and rolling out Microsoft 365. That was good. Can mm. you remember any specific one in December you enjoyed most? Because they all went flying by, and I do understand. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. I, I like the one about uh, the, the meeting options. Yes, I also like the one about uh, meeting etiquette, where you kind of <laughs> took over uh, because I was bullshitting too much. Yeah, that's um, true. But no, I, I immensely like the ones with Caroline because she was um, very witty, Yes. And also very, we we had this nice conversation about how she was doing the the um, biweekly hourly what did she call them? thing. She called them scoop or snoop or something sessions. I wrote it down on my cell phone because I thought it was such a good idea, and I forgot my cell phone in the car, so I can't bring it out right now. Yeah, while you're just talking, I maybe just look it up because I think it's in the yeah. title. Uh, oh, it might be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good call. So no, I definitely like those because we had that wonderful conversation about how she does these uh, online sessions for uh, the whole organization where everyone can just uh, yeah jump in if they want to. Yeah, and she had them quite well structured as well, which yep. is completely mm-hmm. different to you and I. Yep. Um, and, uh, it was something with the Tuesdays. Stomps. The stomps, yes. yes. Now, what does it stand for then? 
the no, the some you. some Tuesday second Thursday second. of the month something. Yes. And Caroline, if you're low. laughing at this, we thought they were so funny, but maybe you can tweet and tell everybody what Stomps is. But yes. uh, but yeah, so that was pretty cool. But it was a good idea. I think that it was a bit of a challenge because of the travel. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we got there. We did 24. Yeah. And I think they're all different. Yeah. And uh, yes, that's right. The etiquette one where I did the whole thing in 90 seconds because you were yes. going on a bit. <laughs> I remember. All that right, so that was Caroline Hackney. Thank you very much, uh, and we wish you the best of 2023. Exactly. Actually, yeah. we should say that to everybody. Happy New Year, everybody! Yay! All right, welcome to the first one back. So that was good. Uh, you've got New York on there. Is that NY? Is that right? New Year. New Year. New Year, not New York. Not New York. That and was... it's it's the something of January today, and uh, yeah, we wanted third. to wish everyone... Happy New Year, of course. Yeah. Uh, but maybe we also need to talk a little bit about what our plans are podcast-wise for this year. Yes, I think we should. Have we any idea? No. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, we, we're kind of talking about going to Barcelona or someplace to do a yes. strategy meeting. But we were talking earlier, and I think things are a little bit too busy. But but I think we should have that prepped for the next podcast. Mm-hmm. So yeah. at least work out how we want to move. We we did talk about putting more governance focused this time. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah. So last and, year was a bit, you might have noticed, dear listener, a little bit focused on usability and user adoption. Yeah. Uh, this year, might we, we will probably have that focus a little more on uh, governance. We'll do that. We, we are planning some time away and we'll do some short, uh, we'll, we'll do some workshops. We are playing around with governance. We've kind of put in together a governance model. Uh, yeah. the same as that we put together for adoption so mm-hmm. so maybe that's what we're doing yeah so the top three things we're going to do this year first number one is have fun yes number two enjoy drink, ourselves drink whiskey and number three find another 26 different whiskies to taste yeah yeah because we crossed the 100 episode mark yep. so that means we've had over 100 whiskies but that also means that there's a few thousand left to taste yeah yeah we and have to stop. we do have a really 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 nice one later in this i episode. haven't tasted it yet it's mm. very unusual to the point where we were trying to find some tasting notes and and yeah seems to mm. be some confusion around mm-hmm. but yeah this looks mm. nice and it's from um have we had a whiskey from here before no hmm okay we have had. Did what? Is the coal mine one come from there? Did it not? The one that that matured in a coal mine mm, that came. We need from, to look that up later. Yeah. You, we, yeah. There's this from the guy at Euroclear, and I'm going to forget his name, and he'll kill me. I actually saw him in December. We went out drinking, and we had a few whiskeys then too as well. That's why you can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. There. Well, that's fun. So that was good. Okay. A little bit of sad news. Uh, yes. Wendy won't be joining us on the podcast tonight, and she won't be joining us on any podcast in the future. I'm sorry to say that my Wendy passed away just before Christmas, yeah. and that was very sad. Trust so, me. No barking in the background, no scratching here no. on the door. Yeah, she will definitely be missed. Yes, and uh, I'm missing her now. Oh, it's been really tough, I have to say. Mm-hmm. so there we go so yes Wendy we loved you and we have you in perpetuity on various podcasts wandering in and out of the room and barking true so that's cool good yeah. good um, what's the next one you wrote on the list a smoky cokey a smoky 
Koki, please explain. <laughs> well, uh, last week I was listening to another podcast from... Uh, so you know the guy that we spoke at the Cotswold Distillery now oh, is yes. doing his own podcast. That's right. He was the um, ambassador, wasn't he? Something world it, ambassador, yeah. something like that, yes. So he's now doing his uh, podcast uh, called I Want to Like Whiskey. Right. Um, and it is very good. Give it definitely I, I give it a listen. I actually did listen to half of one the other yeah. day, yes. And um, in the episode that I listened to, he was talking to a lady that organizes a big whiskey festival as well. And she was actually, she just came back from Isla. Oh, and she okay. she was in a, on a distillery tour in uh, Lagavulin. And at the end of the distillery tour, you get to taste like a villain and there was apparently one guy who brought his own bottle of coca cola and dropped it <laughs> in his like a villain everyone was horrified and just looking at him like you can't do that and uh apparently the tour guide said no that's okay because it's uh something that the the boss of the Diageo or the European, I don't know, the, the blender. Owner, the parent owner, yeah, 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 the blender of Diageo uh, came up with, and apparently it's called a smoky cokey. A smoky And that's where you put Coca Cola into a really heavily peated whiskey, and it's a thing. So you shouldn't make fun of people who put cola in their 16 year old like a villain. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Okay. Anyway, but Did I, you try I thought it? it was. I thought it was a. It was very funny, and and I'm I'm gonna try it. Well, I have Coke in the fridge, and I have a lot of very smoky whiskeys. Uh -huh. Yeah. So maybe later. Maybe later. Yeah. All right. Good. All right. Well, that's our kind of news popping around. Yeah. We're um, setting up our our talks, uh, mm -hmm. and you're in Tallinn in February. I'm in time? Tallinn in a few weeks. Yes. I don't think yeah. I have anything else scheduled other than uh, that. Um, I've got so uh, Portugal as well. The uh, Iberian Summit. Ah yes. Uh, that's, that's coming David, up isn't as it? well. Did David organize that? Crush. Um, he has something to do I with it. I think he's got something to do with that as yeah. well. Yes. Uh, and the man pops up everywhere. We yeah. had a great meeting with a bunch of people when we were in Vegas, which not a chance to oh, talk about. We had so many meetings with so many great yeah. people. Yeah. Even people who may or may not be writing a book about some Absolutely. stuff. Yeah, so, we should yeah. follow that up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, fully understand that. So. Yeah. We did that. I suppose we should mention that great story, Tina, as we mentioned, David, and we talk about meetings where we went to one of the restaurants over there. Did we tell the story on one of the Advent podcasts? I can't remember. I don't think, I don't think but so. But I was just sitting there and uh, we were having dinner. We were having mm -hmm. a, a great, strange dinner because uh, this is a place where dim sum came to the table in red and blue and green and weird colors it was beautiful fabulous and meal yes and all of a sudden the manageress of the restaurant came to me and said mr dolby and i went yes he said i've just been asked by a guest to congratulate you on being the newest and latest microsoft mvp uh for for this month and i went thank you very much and i know where that came from so, yeah. yeah, sure enough, over the other side of the restaurant, there was Dave from Crush IT and a whole bunch of Microsoft people that we'd been talking to, and he was having dinner with a bunch of Microsoft people. Yeah. So one had to return the compliment with a very nice Japanese whiskey. Exactly. Which I watched circulate around the table because everyone's going, oh, which one is it? What is it? Yeah. They, of course, they didn't know because we'd chosen quite a, an interesting Japanese yeah. whiskey. So, yes, yeah, so we had a, a good December. All righty. Subject for the day. 
Finally, yes. 20 minutes in. 12 minutes <laughs> 12 and minutes 40 in. seconds oh, okay, in. Okay, okay, okay. Good. All right. You wanted to talk about... Lists. 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 I don't know whether people caught it, but uh, Mark Cashman did uh, a wonderful blog post during December uh, on lists and what he used to list for personal things. So we seemed, we always think of lists as being a bit corporate, you know, for being sharing things with everybody else, like collaboration and stuff. But what he'd done was he'd created this list, and the idea was that he would use it when he meets people at conferences, take a quick picture, do a selfie. And so that appears as one of the items in the list. And then make a note of who it was he met. Because you meet so many people. Like we just said, yeah, we met so many people. We couldn't name over half of them because we bump That's into true. them. We have a yeah. conversation. So he takes a selfie of them. And then if there's anything on there like, I must send them a pair of socks. Or I must add them to the t-shirt list. Then when he gets back, it's not just a to-do list. It's a list of people. And of course, as the list grows and you start to put the same name in again, you start to realize how many times and where you met them and who you bumped into. And I thought it was such a cool idea. So yeah. Mark Kassman has got, and it made me start thinking about how we take so much of these applications in Microsoft 365 for granted. They're just there. You and I work on this every single day of mm -hmm. the year, mm -hmm. and we just take them for granted, whereas the people that we're talking to have got no idea of what sure. they can use this for. And you said yourself when I said, hey, let's make a, a list of the lists that we've got. You said, funnily enough, yeah, I the, was training somebody. A, a few weeks ago, I was, I was delivering a training, and I was explaining lists, and, and somebody in the audience said, like, but give me an example of a list like what can i use this list for well for everything i mean whatever you want to make a list of whatever you do a table of in 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 excel that could be a list yeah but why yeah because there's so many cool things that you can do with lists yeah but like what yeah <laughs> So exactly. It, yeah. And so I think you need to have kind of live working examples exactly. of, of this. So I said, let's put a list of lists together. A list of lists? A list of Aha. lists. So if you call a bunch of whales a pod, what do you call a group of lists? <laughs> well, if you call, you know, a okay. flock of yeah, birds, yeah, yeah. Sure, what is sure, more sure. than one list um, in the same place? Oh. No, either. We'll think about it. Listerine. No, that's a mouthwash. <laughs> <laughs> nah. That's a good Listopia. Yeah. Listopia. Oh, yeah. Listopia. Listopia. I we like that. We have a that. title for the podcast. Yes. Need to write that one down. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Because since, I don't know, last year or two years, you can now also create personal lists. You can, so yes. Not only lists coming from a SharePoint site, that are by default shared with a bunch of people, but also lists that you can just create for yourself. In that little bit of space that things go into, like your own personal MS Teams channel and yeah, and all exactly, that kind of and stuff. OneDrive and stuff like yeah, that. So yeah, so they're all mm -hmm. hidden somewhere in OneDrive. Yeah, but, but yes. So so anyway, so what we did, we just wrote down seven or eight very quick ideas of lists that mm -hmm. we've used. Okay, none of them are of the personal variety uh, from that great podcast of, uh, uh, sorry, from that great blog post of mm. Mark's. Yeah. Uh, but we just thought we'd give some examples just to try and provoke a few thoughts for everybody else. Yeah, and, and, and actually, talk about what we actually did in those lists and yeah. then take it from there. But actually, I'm, I'm gonna, I need to re watch that blog post 
because I also think he put a little video on there as well, but I, I can't do believe he did. Yes, I, I can't remember, but I need to rewatch that because I think it is a really good idea. Because as I'm growing a little bit older, I'm tend to forget more things, and if this could bring me to a, a really nice looking list of people that I meet in, in at conferences and all that. I think it might be very cool. No, and I think the point is you have a, a list app on your phone. You've always got it with you. Yes. It's always Unless there. I forget it in the car. Yes. Like today. Like today. At least we're not going to get disturbed. No. And you're not going to get distracted. <clears throat> exactly. That's true. All right, good. So uh, are you, I guess we're going to pull one off the list. So that was the meet and greet list from, from Mark. Uh, yep. I'm not going to talk much more about it. People can go find it. Uh, and maybe I'll try and remember to put the link into the uh, the notes. But there you go. All right. Mm-hmm. So shall I hit one? Sure. I'm I'm working on one at the moment. Um, so just at Christmas, uh, uh, my current client, we went and did the Q Music Warmathon or something. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Which they did around the Atomium, and so you okay. turned up and uh, walked or ran uh, through their 3.5 kilometer course. Okay. And uh, some people ran it like my boss four times. Yeah, no, do the maths. Uh, okay. yeah, uh, yeah. And, uh, and Brit also did the same thing. But I just walked it once and then went to the bar, mm-hmm. um, which was a little disappointing, but that's fine. But it was good. It was around yeah. the Housel Stadium. So you did the Atomi and then you actually got to go around the inside of the football stadium to finish it off. And oh, it was a good night. Cool. And my guess yeah. is they made a lot of money for charity. Yeah. But I walked around with um, one of the members of the team where we were trying to look at how to do staff development. Mm-hmm. And, and I said, it's easy. And said, well, I have this form in Word and I went, really? Okay, yeah, send it over here. So what do we have done is we've created a list. Yeah. Uh, and that list, of course, has got all of the key questions for the individual. So, you know, what are you doing? Uh, what do you do well? What do you want to do? Where mm-hmm. do you see your career going? What bits of your career do you like? Um, and I'll expand it out by putting your manager's name in and all that kind of stuff. Security mm-hmm. on the list is great because you can just say only show people the items they created themselves. Yeah. So you never get to see uh, anybody else. else's yeah. item. Plus, um, by doing the manager's list, then the managers can also see any item where their name was mentioned. Mm-hmm. So you can get them to uh, to see that, although I've got to work out how best to do that because yeah, there's a some security workflow. issues. Yeah, yeah. Uh, possibly a little workflow, uh, but I think it's more about the fact that you, you're enabling the um, item permissions only for the person mm-hmm. so the managers need to have an admin permission but then they'll get to see everybody so i've got to kind of work that one yeah. out but mm-hmm. you know there's there's flexibility there but the idea is that um uh, the managers can see those items that are being developed but more importantly the leadership team can see all of them mm-hmm. and then you can kind of work out you know uh, what kind of training plans are needed by these people yep. you can review it at any time in the one-to-ones you have with your staff and your team um, and uh, so the idea is that more importantly that they've made a note themselves about where they are today yep. that you can look back on in six months or nine months time and it's it's easy you don't need to spend three months working out how you can integrate this into the hr systems and all that kind of stuff so uh using a list to do staff development and create that staff development form mm-hmm. okay so, yep yeah good no so, i was i was kind of thinking why would you use the um list app to for all the people why not use uh forms for example because you can't do f- 
permissioning on the forms. No, but you let people write a form and then uh, you have this little workflow that just writes it into a list and takes care of the permissions. That's true. You could do that. Yeah. What's the subject of this podcast? Lists. Not? Forms. That's why we're talking about the but, list. <laughs> but what I, what, I like, what, I, what I really like about lists is that you can also use them as, as a backend or as a data... And I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna say lists is a replacement for a database, but you can list, you can use them for data storage. So you could, for example, build a Power App or build a form. Why do I want to make it this complicated? No, but, but no, no, I no, no, mean, let's no. not go there for a second. So you've jumped in to say, hey, it would be better to do a form. First point is the list is going to look like a form. So you're going to send the link but out to them. But not really. The form is so much forms. A forms form is so much user friendly than a list item. Uh, is it really? Can you can you now do a list item on a page, or do you just see the list and you need can to I click on the? Can I take a selfie on a form and add it to it? Yes, because there's this new image um, answer that you can now have. Um, in forms, so it's rolling only, out now. It's so not the only there real yet. difference is the UI. Uh, yes, because the form is going to look the, the which the you list can of course, and the form do. is still going to look look the same. In fact, with a list, I can create a power app from it, and actually, I can then customize the whole view in the phone. Whereas the form, yes. I get only the form, so I don't get more flexibility. No, but that's what I said. You could use lists as a as your data storage no, and no, have no. a no, power app or the... a form as the front end uh, to give that to your users. The the forms forms just look no, so just, easy. And what you could also do with forms is you can add that branching of your questions. If I respond option two in this question, then I go to question number five instead of question number six. Is that a requirement on our list of lists here? Not yet. No. So it's not, <laughs> is it? So the 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 point okay. is Okay. 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 <laughs> we're focusing on okay. lists. Yes. Because they're easy and quick to do. Yes. Now you could say forms are easy and quick no. to do, but they have they have a strict re- restriction in that you can't put it straight into a list. Yes. Yet. Uh, yes, exactly. And you maybe need you to... might, may or may not be able to, depending on where they go with it. Yeah. That's um, a good question. I don't know where the form's answers are stored. It's somewhere Excel in, in Azure. No, it's in Azure, and you can Download get them it into, into a CSV Excel kind of thing. But yes. So do you want to talk about forms then, or do you want to talk about lists? <laughs> no. Because we're not thing, even talking about is, solutions here. If, if I'm talking about lists, I immediately think also forms and also power apps because for me those three are so linked together that it kind of makes sense to think of them as not as one but as very linked together yes you know i had a really nice structured podcast organized for tonight (laughs) (laughs) and you (laughs) fucked it up yes i did nice good (laughs) I, I don't disagree with you, all right, in that you can do that. But if I if I had said I'll do it as a form and then I'll run a little workflow and I'll put it into a list, okay, it would take me five days longer 
me personally yeah, because yeah, I would okay. have to work okay. out the da, da, mm-hmm. da, da, da. this way I don't need to do that that's true I can out of the box create a form yes. uh, and I can actually do branching I believe anyways because you can then use power apps to say if they answer this on this question then do this instead you yeah, can but... hide that and, and whatever <laughs> I get it but it's the same complication than if yeah. I was mm-hmm. trying to do a workflow yeah. so these are simple solutions of getting data into that's true yeah. and if you and, and if I you want to do it not quick being clear about what I needed from you tonight <laughs> <laughs> no 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 if you want to do it quick definitely the list is is a really good example yeah I am so glad you agree. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong, Marin. I get it. No, no, um, no, no. no. Just, uh, of course thinking. I'm not wrong. We have a subject called lists. Yes. So it's now not called listopia. It's now called Marin can't talk about lists without thinking about forms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Because I just love forms as well. It's I've got a, a very loving relationship with forms. It's a pain in the ass. It's not. It is. It's not. Yeah. It is. It doesn't. It doesn't. You've got to sort out permissions for it. You don't. Yeah, you do. No. Yeah, you you take your form and you say send it and you can fill it out. And then you want to move it to a team. And now you have to, you suddenly get different permissions because it inherits the permissions of the team site. There are more complications with a form. Okay. Unless you keep them simple and just leave them there in your SharePoint site. Yes, in your but OneDrive. In, in, in your case, you just want your the people to get a receipt of what they filled in. Or, or a link or whatever. Yeah, you, and then you that's something you can just say, okay, if I'm done, if I submitted the form, uh, email me. Uh, Correct. So where's the form stored? I don't know. Come on. Somewhere in the US. Sell this. Well, yeah, I didn't mean that. Oh, in sorry. terms of your account, where's it stored? All right. So, what <laughs> happens when you leave the organization? Oh no, no, it's it's. Oh yes. So indeed. So what you need to do is you need to store your. Uh, you you make need to move the form, form into, into a, group a team form. site, yeah. and then you need to redo the permissions. Ah, I see what you're trying to say. Okay, gotcha. Yes. Uh, what we have here is uh, I have a requirement. Okay. Uh, what tool is to use for the requirement? In this case, it was yes. a list. Okay. And, and I over-engineered it. it. Uh, really? You <laughs> over-engineering it. Uh, I, I'm That's sorry, guys. That's the first time ever, someone ever called me an overachiever. That's <laughs> 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 never happened in my life. Okay. You're not wrong, but let's just stick True. with the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The list. type of lists that we can yes. use. We're not trying to create solutions here in this case. Yes. Um, but yeah, people, you is right forms are very easy to do but you have to think about what you want to do with the data afterwards you have to think about the whole picture yes all right good good second example (laughs) yes good idea what do you want to choose off there um i really like my new my news list um i it's not the best name and it's not really what it is but um i got a few communications departments that want to um, plan out calendar-wise when they should bring out what kind of news on what platform. So This they, would be a great form. And <laughs> <laughs> go on, go on, go on, go on. I'm no, sorry. But for, I can resist. For this, you can... But what we've used this, we use the, the, the calendar view of, of a list. Yep. And they can quickly say, okay, I'll... We want to send this message on Twitter uh, on that day, and we'll send that message on that platform on that day. We'll put that on the, on the website, 
uh, we'll give this to the press and then they can actually say, okay, these days we don't have anything scheduled on these days. We've got a lot of things scheduled. We might be sending two different messages on two different platforms. Um, and this way they can they can do all that with a nice calendar view and we can even filter on topics or platforms or even countries um oh, i agree it's beautiful it's it's a brilliant way of working and because it's a list not a form you can actually update it yes so you can yes. say hey the status of this is it's passed or it's planned yep. or it's uh draft or it's published yep. or whatever yep. which allows yes. you to to do those kinds of things because exactly. you can go back and revisit yeah it so um and that's that's also very important the approval workflow that's, that's on where there I was as well go with too so yeah. i want to mm-hmm. i want to send this tweet out and you can also create views that say hey by date as you say in the calendar mm-hmm. yeah uh, but you can say hey that means we've got six to do that day but nothing for the next four days what if we delay a few exactly you can move them yeah. around can you drag and drop them from one calendar item to the yes. other yeah, that's what I thought. I yeah. thought, vaguely remember doing that. Yeah, it's very cool. And like what, it. So it's what, not really a news list then. In me, this is kind of communications planner. It's a communications planning plan tool. tool. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I didn't want to call it a communication plan or planner because, that, yeah. Mm. But it's it's that and it's it works brilliantly and it was also super easy to set up. Um, yeah. No, I think it's cool. I also think you can do draft items in there. So you can have a yeah. multi-line field in the form. Mm-hmm. You can actually, with rich text or with images, and you can put all the information you need to put into that news item. So you don't have to have them anywhere else. Um, yep. So, uh, yeah, I think that's a, yeah. that's a pretty, pretty neat item. You can surface it on the communications team teams. Yep. And what they would do every Monday morning, they would have a, me- a, a weekly meeting, like a scrum meeting. Yep. And they would just go over the, the next few weeks. And they could simply do that by just opening it up as a tab and uh, yeah, showing it to, to everyone. No, so. I think it's true. I mean, and there are thousands of uses of lists, and we're going to talk about six of them. Yeah. Actually, seeing as we had a nice argument about forms, we might get to talk about four of them, but that's no. all right. But but that's pretty cool. I like that uh, mm-hmm. communications list. And I think we should have included that in the workshop in our communications planning because I think that's true. I think there's some valid, it's yeah. a very valid point. Yeah. Very practical as well. Yeah. All right. What's the next one? Ooh, he's got his thinking hat on. I wonder whether we can build a list to suit the model that we put together for the adoption and change. Like a template that has all the actions in it all and of that the people just key messages, to... the personas per message, the communications per message. That would be an interesting challenge. Yeah, and then we can have a, a personas list and we yeah. can have a key message list and then we can do lookups. Yeah, I mean, that's important to understand. You can, content you can look them up from one field to another. Yeah, Can you do that on a form? <laughs> no, you can't. That's fine. So yeah, so you could do you could do lookups. Uh, you could do manage metadata, mm. and you could actually really link these lists yeah. together if and need be. Also, I know we're not a typical podcast that delivers you the news and the latest and the greatest. But, but have Marine's you seen about to. exactly? <laughs> have you seen the new uh, add a column uh, experience? Oh yes, I was uh, playing around with that yeah. this week. So. And what I've also seen um, in the, um, what's that thing called? The admin, um, 
In the SharePoint admin, there's this list of new things that are coming out. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Um, what's that called? The uh, SharePoint new list. No, um, but anyway, it doesn't matter. SNL. We all we all know. Saturday Night Live. SharePoint yes, probably. New list. Um, uh, there's a, a new... Um, You're talking about roadmap, aren't you? Yes, okay. the roadmap. Uh, there, there's going to be a new way of using lookups uh, in uh, lists that will be... You will be able to use more column types. That's where I'd. That's like where that. I'd heard about the split too. Aha. So you could use. Yeah, I, I think it's JSON, but I, I, I need to double check whether there is a way of being able to say that if this field is filled out, then you can hide certain fields or you can add additional fields, something yep. along those lines. But, okay. But yeah, they're expanding the capability. Yeah. So. Yeah. So yes, so there you go. Some some new stuff around lists. All right, I guess I should choose one that um, I've dealt with. So let's um, let's talk about one that I used in a brainstorming session. So no, mm-hmm. well, not really brainstorming workshop. It's workshop. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, I I I have a, a, a larger team that I'm managing at the moment, um, and um, uh, within that team, I kind of wanted to know all the tools that we use and what the status of this, that, and the other was and all that. And so we identified the services that we deliver mm-hmm. uh, within, um, you know, the collaboration platform, within the space, within the, that kind of stuff. And then the infrastructure underneath it that supports those services. And, of course, everybody has lots of different things like GitHub and there's a bunch of other little programs that work in the same space that I don't know about, never heard of. Then there's some systems on Linux and there's some on on blah, 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 blah. There's lots of them. Mm -hmm. So I created lists incredibly quickly. It took me five minutes to do this. So I had, first of all, a list of systems. So Mm -hmm. we just brainstormed using Post-its to start off with all the systems. But then it was very easy for me to just type them into the list, put it into grid view, Boom, 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 boom. Did you use the Post-it app that you can take a picture of the wall and that it was Funny all... enough, I did. Okay. It was brilliant. But there are two versions of the Post-it app. So actually, it's more than one, but two basic ones. One is you can just download it from postit.com. Yeah. And it's a standalone, actually, is you can do it from the Android or the Apple store. Okay. It's a standard post of post-it issued app and it's okay you can take the picture and then you can move them around with your finger and and restrap them up and then you've got a, an image but there's also an ms teams version but it costs you money oh and that uses ai to derive and drive the tickets uh, and you can also turn them into tasks and stuff there is a yeah. bunch of other stuff to do and uh, and that was the first one i was going to go looking for but when mm-hmm. i started reading it's a solution you got to download it from github you got to get a license for it so it's it's a proper app yeah it's a proper okay. app uh, i just went for the toad phone one so yes i did look at that one because where did we see that we... Uh, it was on ignite wasn't it in october yes we saw it yes. very very briefly in yes. satoya's presentation so anyway, the workshop. So I was able yeah. to very quickly put those services systems in. Took me 20 minutes to update mm-hmm. them. And then uh, I also did all the services. And the services has got a lookup for the system. So when I define, A, we deliver service X, and it uses these systems, I was able to add the systems in that create that service by using a lookup table. Yeah. But more importantly, I was able to share that list with the team and say, okay, guys, I need you to go through all of these systems and give me the business owner who's responsible for it in the team, what contracts we have on it, where it's supported by. And so within a couple of three days, 
we had a full list of our systems, blah, blah, blah. And you know the most important thing about this? It wasn't in an Excel spreadsheet. Yep. Nice. So we have that data set that you talked about. So mm-hmm. I could point business Power BI at it. I could uh, I could actually point Excel at it yep. to do graphs uh, and Power Pivot against it. Power mm-hmm. Pivot, blah, 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 the posh one. What's the one above Power Pivot? Um, pivot, pivot tables or power pivot? It might be power pivot. Yeah, yeah. pivot tables. Okay. Are, uh, yeah, and power pivots. But anyway, so yes, that was the way of creating all of that data and putting it together, and that worked really well because nice. then, as I said, I can work out what services go with what systems. So we did that initially. We need to revisit it, which we will do, of course. But we now have a permanent data source. Mm-hmm. Now, when it comes to me telling people the status of those services, I already have the data created. So now I can and will create a second list that looks up the system with the status. It's green, it's amber, it's it's down, it's up or whatever, and and a a status. And then I can display that on a page really, really easily and quickly. So the list is that much more flexible in terms of what you can do with it. Um, and being able to sort of display it as a current status. It worked out very well indeed. Yeah. What I did for my last uh, intranet project was that we also had a list like that and that we had a list of uh, planned maintenance things. So when some things were offline and we would show that uh, on the homepage as well. I did a little conditional formatting on top of it so it would just show... The link, not the the whole everything around it, not yep. the, the the column title and stuff like that. So just just the item uh, in a color red, green, uh, black, um, and and yeah, that works very very well. Yeah, we we did a, an API. Li- we use API to populate a list that mm-hmm. uh, puts in the monthly guest password for the organization. Oh, yeah. So rather than emailing everybody around saying, hey, this is December's password for the Wi-Fi this month, we just changed that email generating stuff to go to an API. It sent that off into the list and put the latest date in, and then that's now displayed as an adaptive card on the homepage. Oh, beautiful. So it just gets updated, and so we don't have to send emails out to everybody. Adaptive cards, one of the things on my list of things to play around with, but I... Haven't I have a feeling, Marina, and I'm not saying this to embarrass you, but I have a feeling you said that last January is something you were going yeah. to do this year. Absolutely. Yeah. So and I have a list a bit like that as well mm. of things that it's, I It's an ever growing list. Yeah. I need to do stuff with sensitivity labels and it's such that a long one you list. said in two thousand and twelve. Probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I get No, it. no, that was that I was too sensitive. That's Oh yeah, 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 I got that. I got that. All right. So anyway, yeah, so that was a, a great way of doing two lists. The yep. systems that are generating and supporting the services. Um and of course uh, I now also understand who's supporting what application and yeah. and where we're at. So yeah, so yeah, that was and also cool. brilliant that when you're going to do maintenance or you're going to upgrade something, that you also know what services will be impacted. So, yeah, that that's That is true. So yeah. you kind of do a, um, a content management database, CMDB, that mm-hmm. kind of links those. And so, yes, you're right. You can do that yeah. um, uh, if you wanted to, uh, rather than Brian one in or whatever. The thing about lists is they are immensely powerful because they are a data table. 
Yes. And if you the the standard bolt-ons like Power BI, um, uh, 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 Power Apps, um, so you can do some really quite nice tables, and then they just mm-hmm. appear in MS Teams as yeah, you know, a page. Mm-hmm. So there's a tremendous amount you can do. In fact, I was looking today at uh, MS Teams calling. Mm-hmm. I'm about to get distracted again. Um, but they were using Power BI to pull stats from MS Team calling on who called when, how long the call oh, lasted. Yeah. So yeah. you've got a history for yeah. each customer of who called in at what time. Uh, nice. Because there's no dashboard, but by using their Power BI, and then you can then develop that for further calls because I saw today there's a whole new graph commands come out uh, around there are tracking a, stuff. a bunch of graphs yeah. Things coming out yeah. for Planner and for, yeah, yeah. all kinds Planner, of Planner, I think, just arrived. I think yeah. it landed the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so lists, the power of lists. This is really, really cool. Mm-hmm. All right, next. Um, let's talk about stock. Stock control. Any kind of stock control. Yeah. I've got the weirdest example, though. Oh, God. Yes, go. So I got a, I got requested by this sex shop once to... No, 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 I'm joking. I'm joking. It's weirder than that. Um, okay. <laughs> I think um, I had to create a list for an organization where I tracked munitions, guns, shells... That because, makes sense, yeah. You know, there's a lot of stuff where you go on exercises mm-hmm. and you're given a live ammunition and all that and you have to make sure it kind of all comes back or yep. at least record uh, what's happened to it. And so, yes, I had to create a list so that this uh, individual who was responsible for a bunch of this stuff for 20 people mm-hmm. uh, was able to, every time they went out and exercise, was da-da-da-da, this is what we have in our stock, this is what we need to do. I know it's a strange example, but it is. it was no, rather interesting to have to write AK-40, well, it wasn't those, because that would imply it was Russian, but it wasn't. But, but you know, the, yeah. the, the mm-hmm. gun types, and, and of course a lot of them were drop-down lists, yeah. and the conversation around managed metadata because mm-hmm. certain ammunition goes with certain certain of course weapons. yeah some shells only work yep. in these yeah mm-hmm. so within the list itself you are able to very very quickly choose and, and populate uh, for those particular stock items because you have you know i so even if you have a simple managed metadata that is um uh items that are live mm-hmm. items that have been Dis- disconnected or dis yeah. dis banded sorry disbanded yeah no not disbanded mm-hmm. what am i looking for and this item discarded. is not in stock anymore we've discarded yeah whatever yeah. dist dist we dist it it's yeah. been dist yeah but yeah you're able to kind of do a status of them and just move them in the managed metadata yeah. and it picks up the stuff so that was pretty cool yeah so stock control is interesting and we use it for all kinds of things keyboards and mouse in the help yeah. desk and I've got a customer where we've used that as well. So the laptop and the keyboard and the mouse and the extra screen and the whatever they take home um, so that when they leave the company, we know what items they need to bring in. But we also know, for example, if they got a company cell phone, uh, when we need to replace it. Or if they come to us and say, I need to order a new one, then we can say, no, it's it's yeah, still, we're at that company management yeah. database again. I think that, that as we've just said, uh, yeah. on the systems. Um, and yes, you can also then know who to email out when, hey, we know that this app's now stopped working on Android and uh, we're working on a new upgrade or, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff like that that Intune will do for you 
but there's also a lot of stuff that Intune won't. No, exactly. Where those yeah. kinds of things are are yeah. kind of required, and of course you can then filter it on the name or the device number, yeah, or yeah, whatever, yeah. so people can yeah. actually look at what stock they have mm-hmm. rather than on um, on the rest of the item, because yeah. you have that wonderful ability to create a view where this equals me. Yes. So if my name is in a particular field, I will only in that particular view see mm-hmm. those things. So, yeah. so yeah, so stock control. I think the next one is a logical extension of that too where you kind of have a list of items that are out for rent or for borrowed or whatever, so that you can sort of track things on a temporary loan or a, or whatever. Uh, This laptop's now been in for repair. So you've been given rental one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so yes, so there's a bunch of stuff there. Yeah. um, Yeah. But I also like with the uh, equipment rental is that you can also modify your, uh, your edit screen saying that when it's rented that you can easily create something to say now they they returned it yeah you can you can easily put dates in um yeah so you know what i what i, I mean uh, people think oh yeah we could have a workflow that identifies the dates and the items that need to happen today just create a view just create a view that says return today uh, mm-hmm. And so you filter out anything that's got a return date of today and you can start up in the morning and go, we should be getting these six items back today. Sure. Uh, yeah. Without having to get complicated around a workflow or approval or get it built or change the format. And mm-hmm. the other way of doing it is just to conditional format it and say, yeah. hey, these are green and they'll be coming in today. Exactly. Or just a little power app. Just not not too much, but just a little power app to price up your form a little bit absolutely your edit form um yeah put some text in that says you're filling this form out because at the top just as a normal header that sort of says you know or make yeah, but sure also you just fill these fields depending on the status of the item that you would just see some other fields that would just make sense no i think power otherwise apps is, you, yeah it's something that you take a little while to get used to but once you have your pat your forms uh, and your list forms uh, they're immensely more useful than they oh need yeah to be. yeah just grab a friendly loco no-code developer under your arm there is and, no uh, such thing as a low code <laughs> no code let's be honest all right um unless you're going to take something that's pre-built it's, it screws my head in every time when i try and add something smart to a parrot you know because i come oh, to you yeah <laughs> Yeah, I know. And 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 people around me know that I will go to them because I'm also pretty shy. It's it, interesting, isn't it? Should I have a word with Jeff? Next time we bump into him, we're going to say, okay, I am the no-code developer that you keep talking about. So uh, I will show you how difficult it is to use Power Apps if you have no idea of code. Mm-hmm. So it, it is not that easy. You drag no. up these boxes in and you yeah. go, now what? Exactly. Actually, you Google shit, you know? Yeah, um, that's how so, I learned. Yeah, yeah and that's of fine. watching YouTube movies. I, I learned by asking you, which mm-hmm. is cool. All right, so anyway, so there's some of the basic lists. Yeah. Um, but I think we put an example on at the, the bottom end there where we said lists can also be quite huge and large. Uh, I mean, there's, again, no real limit. There's 30 million items or something silly you can put into a something list nowadays. Like that. Yeah, yeah. So if you know, go. But we we talked about things like tickets and registering things and tracking things. So you could build a relatively simply um, help desk system on there for people yeah. to report problems mm-hmm. or you know 
um, desk positions or I'll be in tomorrow and I'm going to sit at desk X. Yeah. Um, yeah. That get used every single day. We're cool. We're cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah we've so been can, I, can I throw some controversial idea funny enough no, we've ran out of time Marianne. oh no go on i'll give you a little bit of time all right too late is that it there are some people online that are advocating to use lists instead of planner ah really yes how dare they no they've got some good some good points so the problem with plan well i First of all, let's say I, I love Planner. Um, it's so easy to create some tasks, give it to the people, put them in buckets, all done. But what, Marie, what if... What Moraine needs to say is, I love Planner, but not really. No, no, no. no, no, no. I, there I are strengths and weaknesses. It, it works for me. But there are some processes or some organizations that might require an extra field yeah that want more planner. from what you yeah. get out of planner. like accountable and this is the person yeah. that needs to do it it's a bit like people that use forms and sometimes they need a bit more out of a form and <laughs> they go to a list exactly yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you can't do those things in planner now maybe with that graph api maybe now you Possibly. might be able to do that later on but uh, for now you can't and with lists and if you're using the list uh, board view you actually have something that looks very similar to Planner. Yes. You have your buckets it's and you Kanban. can yep. drag and drop your uh, list items from one place to the other. And if you implement some small uh, workflows behind there, um, it you can just build the same functionality as you have uh, in Planner, but it's more extensible. I don't think it's controversial, Marine. I think it's very valid. So we've been talking about simple uses for lists that you know allow you to take some data and I can now store it on my phone. Mark Cashman's one of them. Stock yeah. control. I can take my phone around into the store and go, yes, I've got 10 of those. I've got five of those. I've got six of those. Mm-hmm. And, and all without having to build an application that sits in the phone, it's kind of already there. But it is incredibly extensible, all right? Yeah. I mean, at the back end of Planner, it's actually running on a list that Microsoft have just locked up and controlled. It's still using the same kind of tech, but Microsoft have extended extended it to suit their needs and then locked it down. But that allows us to do the similar sort of thing. So it's not controversial at all mm-hmm. um, okay. that you can use it for different things. Like you talked about the calendar view for your communications. Why don't I use an events list for that? Well, actually, it means that I can add additional fields and use additional yep. fields, different things. So I think it's very valid that we tell people that it's extensible. I think that's very, very cool. Well, that was the list of things we threw up on, on there for to talk about. But um, before we go and taste what is an incredible whiskey from a strange country, um, it is worth telling everybody, this is not a definitive end point on lists. So whenever oh, you no. need to collect no. any data... Yes. All right. Yes, forms is there available to you, but think about the life cycle of your data. Just you know, not for days, but just for five minutes, and go. Okay, when I've collected that data, what do I want to do with it? Who needs to see it? Do I need any special security on it? And then choose: Do I do it in a list? Do I do it in a, an existing application, or do I do it in a, a form, or do I you know? And then choose the tool. There's no doubt about it. But. Uh, the idea of taking a list just so that it's on my phone for me to use, I think, is uh, something we should not undersell. No, absolutely. Cool. Yes. Yeah. 
And using using lists on the phone is is a brilliant experience. Yeah, it's just the yeah. app. Download it, and there's all your lists yeah. listed. And if you're in MS Teams, it's there as part of the team. So, mm-hmm. yeah, cool stuff. Nice. All right. So, which country are we going to go to? Denmark. Really? Yeah. Denmark. So when when I came back from uh, Copenhagen from ESBC, I was um, walking around uh, at the airport at the. Uh, the well, the shop where they sell all the chocolates and all the gin and all the whatever. The duty free. Yes. Okay. Um, and I saw a nice big box, a big nice black beautiful box standing there, and it was called Danica whiskey. And I was actually with uh, with uh, Visku with uh, Visa Nopanen, um, and uh, I said, okay, I'm going to buy one because we need to taste one on the uh, on the podcast. And then I opened up that big black box. And in that big black box, there was this little whiskey bottle. <laughs> and that was kind of kind of surprising because this it's is only... It's only 500 milliliters, It's only it? 500, yeah. yeah, I know. And that was funny because the box is like a proper big box that could fit a big box in, but... A big bottle in, but anyway. Um, so it's called Danica. Yes. It's a single malt whiskey and it's peated. Yeah. And we had hell of a job trying to find the toasting notes, the toasting and the, the tasting notes. Yes, the toasting <laughs> notes, yes. <laughs> because the, the malt has been toasted because it's mm-hmm. it's peated. Uh, but uh, yeah, we just think it was a different colored label. But um, it's matured in ex-bourbon casks. And New American uh, and Oak. And finished in New American Oak. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm quite excited to taste it because yeah. I quite like what a, a new American oak does in terms of that sort of, um, you know, um, not sourness, but takes away some of the fruitiness and yeah. gives it a bit more of a body. So yeah, be absolutely, absolutely. And also the mash is coming from Port Ellen from Isla. Yes. It's what we could discover, uh, which makes my heart beat faster because I just love everything that comes out of Isla. Um, but, um, as you, um, mentioned when I walked in with the bottle is that it's already half empty yes. and I've only been home for two weeks. So, um, yes, we love it a lot. That's you and your good lady. Me and the lady, we love it a lot. Um, it is a, it's a really nice whiskey. It's nice and peated, but it's not in your face. I will overpower you, peated. It's just nice and subtle. Uh, smoky throughout. It's got some caramel. It's got some chocolate. It's just a very nice whiskey. It's got a bite to it as well, doesn't it? It does. Mm. Yeah, it's only forty-two percent of well, only it's forty-two percent of alcohol. I wonder how a cask strength of this would look or blow would your taste. brains off. Yeah, probably. It's 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 a no age statement. So it's not a twelve-year-old or whatever. The tears on the glass. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a good mouthfeel. It's nice and oily. It's not it's not going away too fast. So it's. I've already cheated and tasted. I it know. I'm I enjoying the. I'm enjoying the finish on it. It's quite nice. It's a medium finish. Um, it's not got a lot of depth to it. So as you say, it's a no-age statement. So I wouldn't expect to have too much in there. Um, and it is to consider it's supposed to be thirty parts per million. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the smoke is subtle, yeah, very subtle, but it is very drinkable. 
It There's is. No doubt yeah, about that. that's why the bottle is already half empty. So the color is a very light amber. In fact, it's a bland amber, white amber. It's a very difficult color to do. It's kind of comes across as a peated whiskey where we always look at it and go, how can this be so heavy? <laughs> but it, it obviously doesn't have that. The no. tears are there. So there's a lot mm. of fat in the whiskey, which, as you say, yeah. means... Nice it, and oily. It Good mouthfeel. Yeah, yeah. It fills the mouth and the palate very nicely. The nose is... Um, um, you can smell the smoke. The of, iodine. Yeah. yeah. The hospital smell. Mm-hmm. But um, it's also got a hint of fruit in there. Yeah. Not citrus fruit, but uh, kind of strawberry, kind of... It, it has a reminiscent of a, a Japanese nose on it a little bit. Sort of that floral, lychee kind of uh, light. Yeah, yeah. I, I get that, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it talks about rich notes of caramel, chocolate and vanilla, but I don't really get much vanilla. Chocolate, I kind of get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that not that dark chocolate, but that milk chocolate, mm-hmm. smooth. And the, your your second taste means that the bites disappeared. There's pepper on the back of the throat yeah. on the second taste. Wow! And it's Ooh. it's a good it's a good finish as well. Mm. You said like a medium yeah, finish yeah. just now, but the second it, taste is it does more intense. It does keep going on and going on, and it's still lingers 30 minutes after you drank the whiskey yeah very nice danica yeah very so game n- of thrones kind of name isn't yes it? but i know that next time i'm in denmark i will definitely pick up uh another which will bottle. be in a few weeks time if you decide on your plan to go through no um, no no that was um uh, helsinki that's uh finland ah, okay yeah, yeah. sorry mm. yeah they're all up there somewhere mm. Nice. So, so no, you're probably going to be able to pick it up in that area, in that region, I would expect. Mm, might be. But if I'm going to Helsinki, I might pick up some of that Finnish whiskey that uh, <laughs> this uh, Nopanen has already gifted me a few times and that we yeah. need to properly taste at the podcast as well. Very, very nice. Yeah. That's very cool. All right. Brilliant. So there we go. Danica Single Malt Whiskey is from the Bronstein Distillery. Uh, they call it a Danish craft distillery. Everything is small batch because it is quite a small place uh, as far as we can work. It's an award-winning uh, spirit. And uh, Moraine, all I can say about it is thank you. That was very, very pleasant. It is a really good whiskey. Mm. I like it a lot. Yeah. So the only thing that I need to finish off with is a question to you, sir. Oh, boy. I know. You should because I think this is this needs to change. Um. In that we have uh, an out-of-date list of all the whiskies that we've tasted. And you have been taking the responsibility for doing that. But I'd like you to share with everybody where you store that data. (laughs) In an Excel? (laughs) So your challenge is on our podcast where we talk about lists is let's get that uh, up on a list. Because that allows us to share it with people quite easily. Because you can make a list public and available to everyone. And um, and we do have people, like we just had Kevin ask us which what was, was our that favorite whiskey. Mm-hmm. And, and we decided it was the long row. That's the one that blew us away more than anything else Yeah, uh, from Barcelona where we picked that up. 
and um, uh, yes, so your challenge is easily import that list. But the problem is you probably haven't updated it for about 10 podcasts. Yeah, so I, I need to update it, but that's that's okay. That's it's worth doing, and I think yeah, it's worth sharing absolutely. with people that yep. uh, where we're at on that, mm-hmm. and maybe even make some personal comments, and we can add it out there what we think about yeah. it. We could yeah, we could possibly build that yeah. as a resource for people. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good. I think this was a neat little conversation. I love the yeah. insert of the forms because I think it did bring in that capability that whenever you want to do any data or collect data. You need to think about the tool based upon the life cycle of the data. So I have done a lot of forms recently, especially we talk about forms for adoption and change as a way to go and say, hey, do you hear, have you heard about this to judge your awareness program and that kind of stuff? Um, and I think that's the right tool for this stuff. But if you need to do um, collect the data and then update the data, you can't do that in a form because you yep. can't sure. pick up your old form and edit it. So uh, list gives you that uh, extra capability. Mm -hmm. So they are not the same. Uh, It's the right tool for the job, and you need to be able to choose that. And, of course, we've had the conversation in the past about whether I use a library with metadata as a list because that's what I want to do. But in this case, we wanted to be able to say that you can create a list on your mobile phone and have it available for you as a personal list or as a shared list with a bunch of people. So I think we take our whiskeys. Uh, we create it as a list, yep. and we share it, and then people can add it to their mobile phones. <laughs> There's a challenge. <laughs> yeah, duly sponsored with lots and lots of thousands of euros uh, for anybody that would like to have their whiskey logo attached to the top of it. There oh yeah, yeah. All right, good. Well, there we go. First podcast of 2023. Boom. Was All it right. Good for you or some? It's good. Yeah. Now we just need to uh, deliver uh, 20 more? Yeah, I think so. Um, we have no whiskey lined up for the next one. i tell you what we're going to do. We're going to taste the 18-year-old version of the one we did before. <laughs> the Tora, Toma, Toma, Tomintol. Tomintol. Yes. Yes, we have two yes. more of those to do. Yes. So let's, uh, let's put that. Uh, I think we did the 12-year-old last time, didn't we? Yeah. So let's so, yeah, let's get rid of those little no, bottles. No, let's yeah. look forward to tasting them. Oh, yeah, We've yeah, kept yeah. them long enough. Yes, that's true. <laughs> yes. I think they're here for over a year now. So. I think so, yes. It was a good idea. Yeah. All right, guys. So uh, we hope you've enjoyed this one. Welcome to twenty twenty three. We really, really, really do wish you the best for the coming year. Um, from what we've seen on some of the early tweets, it's going to be an interesting year around MS Teams and SharePoint. I hope so, so. Yeah, the word UI has been mentioned in a few posts that I can't find anymore. So we'll see where we're at on that. So I think there's going to be an interesting change. And Jeff is blurting about all the stuff that he's going to have ready for announcements in May. Hmm. So, uh, yeah. Good. Yes, dear Good. Jeff. Exciters for 2023. That would yes. be neat. Yes. Good. Good. All right. All right. Say goodbye, Moraine. Just give us a nice, one of your nice big finishes for the start of the year. Don't just do one word. Come on, do it properly. Oh, used to dear do this. people, dear there listeners. There we go. Yes, a dear people ending. <laughs> dear people, um, thank you so much for listening once more to us. Welcome to 2023. Welcome to our latest Office 365 Distilled podcast episode. I You're hope you enjoyed practice, it. 
I am. <laughs> and uh, we'll talk to you next episode. Yeah, 14 Bye. days time. Bye, guys. Hey!